Did you know that Game Pass or Pass is brought to you for free because of Spotify for podcasters? It's a totally free platform and you can make a podcast today for free. Spotify for podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else that podcasts are heard. And if you think about taking your podcast to the next level with a video podcast, Spotify can help you too. With Spotify for podcasters, you can also earn money in a variety of ways that includes ads and podcast subscriptions. So what are you waiting for? Download the Spotify for Podcasters app or go to Spotify.com slash podcast to get started right now. It is now 2020. We have sailed the seas on the Sea of Thieves, and that's what we're going to talk about today on episode 18 of Game Pass or Pass, the podcast where we play games on Microsoft Game Pass service and tell you which games to pass on to your friends and which games to just simply pass on by. I just realized we didn't do the notes for this because we're terrible people. Oh, you're a terrible person. I, 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 there's two of us. Neither one of us thought about it. You're the captain of this ship. We've been over this a million times. First off, you didn't want me to be the captain, and now I'm the captain. <laughs> You're the captain now. I don't... Uh, whatever. <laughs> we played Sea of Thieves. Uh, before that, let's do a little housekeeping. You can find us on every major game, game pass service, every major podcast service, and now on Stitcher. Officially got that working. Took a while. As well as CastBox. So if you're on those services... Uh, and for some other reason, you listen to us on a different service. We're there now. I don't. Whatever. We're there. It's, it's exciting. <laughs> We're there. We're everywhere. We're everywhere. Uh, but if you do, leave us a review on any of those because it definitely helps us out. It helps our exposure. Um, and we're still having the contest to wherever I see a review first on one of those services, we'll get a one month Xbox Game Pass Ultimate. Um, I don't want to say subscription, but I, it's not really a trial either. A pass, I guess. A pass to Game Pass. Uh, Ryan, off. I got in contact with you, so I can confirm that uh, he is a proud owner of one month of Xbox Game Pass Ultimate, courtesy of Game Pass or Pass. Also, you can send us emails to anything that you want if you want to let us know that you hate us, whether you like us, whatever. Gpopfans at gmail.com. But this episode is about Sea of Thieves. We've been talking about this one for a long time, how we wanted to play it. Didn't have the time, but guess what? We found the time. So there you go. The developer of this game is Rare. They are owned by Microsoft. Makers of some of your favorite classics like Donkey Kong Country, Banjo-Kazooie, and maybe some not of your favorite classics like Cameo, Elements of Power, and Connect Sports. No one? Those, those are my favorites? I, I said no. Your might not be your favorites. Oh, okay, so, great. All but right. Rare obviously is a longtime developer. GoldenEye, Perfect Dark—that's where a lot of people uh, remember them, as well as the Donkey Kong games on the Super Nintendo, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, I, mean, we are I not... remember Viva, Viva Pinata. Ah, there you go, game. Viva Pinata. Yes. So 
we are not here to discuss whether or not Microsoft killed Rare or not. We are here to talk about CFDs. Regular price this game is $59.99, available on PC and Xbox. It is Xbox Play Anywhere, and it is cross-play. Uh, we, I was playing on Xbox while you were playing on PC, and we can say that that works flawlessly. Uh, there is not any DLC in terms of traditional DLC. There has been a lot of updated content that is all free, and it is Xbox One X Enhanced running at 4K, 30 frames per second, as well as higher quality textures for all of you Xbox One X Enhanced owners out there. With that being said, all the details out of the way, see of thieves first of all did you introduce us is that the thing you forgot to do again nope, i was i'm cory this is basher hi all right all right <laughs> they, they, they didn't know who i am uh oh, okay as the guy swaps the decks around here this all right so this is my um second go around sea of thieves i played this when it first came out might as well might as well uh, I put all of maybe 35 minutes into it, and we figured out, me and my friend Snaps, we just kind of went, oh, this is some good-looking water, and uh, that was it. <laughs> and what, what, what I find interesting about this game, uh, specifically in this, uh, this podcast fashion, is that this was the first Microsoft game that was released first party when they started that whole initiative, I believe. Um. I'm almost positive that it was Sea of Thieves was like, that was, this was the game. They're like, we're doing first party day one on Game Pass, starting with Sea of Thieves. And so this was a game that they had shown off for a long time and I was excited about it. And we played it on Game Pass and much like you, I played it for a couple hours. I guess I played it longer than you. And I was just like, all right. I mean, it was like an hour and a half. I mean, like yeah. enough to sail to an island and back a couple of times. And we, 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 we let out a, uh, a big, <sighs> <laughs> and that was the end of it. I think um, I, I think on our old podcast for Love Game Podcast, I think my exact words were this is the worst game that I ever love. <laughs> yes, I remember that. <laughs> and because the the heart of Sea of Thieves at that time was just like, man, like you said, this this is some cool looking water. Like it cannot be underestimated how cool that water looks. Um but no, like it, it legitimately like the ideas were there. It was very cool sailing. You it, whether you were playing with two people or four people, you felt like everyone had a job. You could come across other pirates. Like it was truly a game that you could make your own fun. But that was the problem for me is that you had to make your own fun. The stuff that you were doing in the game was fine, um, but it wasn't exactly engaging. And your rewards, a lot of it was cosmetic for the pirate, and they've rectified that since then. But this is a first-person game, so there just wasn't a lot of carrot on the stick thing you know like you could play it and you could have some fun and that was it i will say i can confirm the water still looks great it still looks looks fan this game in general has has that rare style to it I, I don't think people give it enough credit for that um i think this game looks amazing especially on an hdr display like it really really pops on that 4k display as well as with hdr on it uh, since then, they've done a what? I think they've done quarterly updates, maybe more. So they've added a ton of content, new missions, new cosmetics, etc. Uh, so that's why we decided we wanted to hop back into it. Um... Okay, so let me start with the positives because there's a lot of positives about this game. Um, 
you just touched on the graphics. Like, like um, uh, uh, graphically is is gorgeous. Honestly, I lo- I love the style. It is that it is that classic rare style. It is everything pops, um, everything's super smooth. It runs like butter on your system. Like it's it's fantastic on, on all those levels. Um, the sailing aspect of it, just just the gameplay of sailing the waves is is uh. Therapeutic in a way. You, you, you're just right. at sea. You're just kind of you're looking at these waves crashing. You hear in the background. It just it's all very soothing. It's all very. It feels very natural. Sometimes it's even too natural. Uh, as someone who gets easily seasick, like very easily seasick, just like if I'm if I stare too closely at a at the TV for too long, like I will get a nausea type feeling. Like like they really nailed the idea of that aspect of the game. Uh, the combat leaves some more to be desired there, but it's there. Like it, it, it's 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 simplistic enough so anyone could pick it up and play it. I understand why it's so simple. So like, so that so that's there. It the game really the game for me. I start falling out of love with this game when the tedious aspects of the game start popping up. And it's not just one or two things. It's quite a few things. And then there's the one big thing that happens for us in our in one of our playthroughs where I'm just like, all right, I'm completely done with Sea of Thieves. I, you yeah. had me at one point, but then this happens. Yeah, and I, I think I can agree with that in terms of I, I still 100% think that the core of this game is really good. Like they have something that's really special here. And I think where it succeeds and where it falls is that it's, it is a pirate simulator like that, that at its core, that's what it is, but it's a very easy pirate simulator. It's not a deep pirate simulator. What you're going to do in this game is get on a boat. You're going to sail to an Island. You're going to fight some skeletons. You're going to dig up some treasure. You're going to have some people on the sails, some people like steering, but it doesn't have that deep, deep, deep thing like a farming simulator or a tycoon game has to where you're really getting into the nitty gritty. Like you're not building a certain type of boat. You're not you're not doing anything that dramatically changes the minute to minute gameplay, which I think is good and also bad because this is a game that you can pick up and play very easily, like I said. But other than like cosmetics there isn't a ton of stuff to do. Like I'm I'm trying to think of a, of a scenario to where like it would be deeper, but it's, I don't know. It just, to me, it's killing me because like, I wish if this game had things to do, it could be one of the best games ever. (laughs) Right. But but to me where, where I think that they struggle with this game and this is just me speculation. I I don't, I have not followed the development of this game. I have not watched, you know, the developer diaries or everyone call it is that to, to give you something to do other than what you can do, which are the basic voyages. Right. So that's, Go find a treasure chest, go find some animals, go kill a skeleton. Those are the three main quest types that you have, and those are kind of on loop. And from what I understand later, like things get a little more complicated, but those are still the three core type of missions that you do. And they don't ever add anything drastically different. And that's where I get sort of confused of, are are they not adding anything else because 
it changes the core of the game in terms of it no longer becomes an easy to play pirate simulator, but a more difficult one to play. Like if you start messing with maybe more the dimen- the dimensions of the ship, does it become too hard for a couple people to pick up and play? And then all of a sudden it's more like a full on simulation because those are two very, very different games. And I suspect that's where they run into issues of this game of it's hard to find something to do without drastically changing how the game plays. But then when we were are going to get to very quickly where this game basically just kind of shot us in the head and we're just like, I'm done playing this is that it seems like they tried to do that, but then they didn't, um, I don't want to say play tested enough, but they didn't think it through all the way. And it just, it doesn't seem to have that middle ground of content to where the, the ramp up to the, the really good content it's like this very basic and then there's like these couple quests that are just like you are in Sea of Thieves and this is what you're doing. There's nothing in the middle there for people to just sort of do something different and do something new without having to dedicate a ridiculous amount of time. I think there's something in the middle is is I think they thought just being in the world was part of it, was part of the middle. And it's like and it is and it isn't because – even if you're going to, if the core of the game is to sail here, excuse me, if the core of the game is to sail here, fight skeleton, bring back chess, then uh, among, among upgrading your the look of your ship, I should be able to upgrade the actual ship. I should be able to upgrade, among, among upgrading the my physical look of my pirate, I should be able to upgrade also what my pirate does. Because if none of that changes, if I'm doing the same swing from minute one of this game to hour 200, they have to know this gets super and utterly repetitive. Right. And I feel like they do, but... I don't know. I, I just can't. I don't know. I, there's just there's some sort of disconnect for me in that middle ground. And I don't. I was I was very particular in not like going to start Googling things and trying to figure it out because I didn't want to have to find it that way. Um, and I don't I think if we wouldn't have stumbled on the Shroudbreaker quest, we would have bounced off this even harder, um, which I guess is a spoiler alert, but whatever. Um because I was just kind of walking around trying to figure out who to sell this particular type of item to. And I found the Shroudbreaker quest. And I was like, okay, like, what's the Shroudbreaker quest? And then when we started that, I was just like, okay, like, all right. I, th- I think we stumbled onto the, the, the content. Yeah, you there you go. Found the it. content, yeah. Like, we, we found the thing that you were looking for. Um, but it's not easy to find. Like, you could 100% miss it. And we almost did. And, but yeah, so I don't, I don't know where I'm going with that, but the Shroudbreaker is the thing that I, that sort of, I don't want to say hooked us, but got us intrigued, if that makes sense. Right. Because the Shroudbreaker essentially was the same. Let's be honest. Like when you make, when we, when, when they make these video games, the idea of a fetch quest is, 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 is frowned upon. But in re- realistically, you, you're not gonna get around to fetch quests. Like a fetch quest can be good or, or it can be bad. Like like there's different levels to it. For the most part of 
Sea of Thieves, the effects quests are, are essentially grunt work. Right. And it's grunt work t- to with, with no real payoff. So when we found the the Shroud Breaker quest, we're like, okay, this is this is a new type of fresh quest for this game, where we're thinking more, we're doing more, we're traveling farther, like like everything's a little, just a little bit more intense. Even the the final fight we have, uh, or we tried, we attempted to have. With uh, one one of the the skeletons, Briggsy or something like that. Briggs, Briggs, yeah. Like even that was like just a little bit more intense. Well, but we're like, okay, here we go. This is where the game really ramps up. The issue is, that's just one quest, right? Where the rest of the quest, the quest leading up to that, the quest after that, as you said, the quest in in the middle of that is. Just bland. It's so utterly bland, and it's and I and I really don't understand how they're because a game like this is so cartoony. I mean, in the positive, it's, it's so cartoony where the the ceiling for creativity is bonkers. Like you can right. you can you can do anything you want. So why are we, so why are we why are we regulated to just simply Go there, slash out a slash out a pirate a couple uh, a ghost pirate a couple of times, dig up a chest and bring it back. Like there's way more you could be doing here. Yeah, and like you said, the Shroudbreaker quest is basically that, but the way that they do it, like they add more steps to it that made us feel like like a detective isn't the right word, but we were figuring stuff out. Whereas the 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 normal voyages are just very like on the nose it's just like go here and by, by here you mean go to plunder's outlook as right. opposed to where the shroud breaker stuff was kind of like uh we left we left this position headed east to the largest island island islands you're like okay what, what island is that and, and then from there the chest was buried north from the tree of doom, you're like, okay, let's try, let's go north. Like, there's so many things we had to do to to complete something, and it felt, uh, it felt like we accomplished something. Whereas right. everything else was just kind of like, oh, just go here and do this. This this, this is like, this is grunt work quest that you give like, like like an Assassin's Creed when you when you can get your assassins. Like and you have you know, you're on like a little assassins guild. You used to pay them to go do things. That's what the rest of this game is, right? And it, I'm I'm struggling with words today. I don't know why. Um, I narrative context is the word that comes to mind of just that. Even though like the context here isn't like you're not going to fall in love with the world to see a thieves from the Shroudbreaker quest, but to me the fact that there seemed to be some type of lore and we were looking for something that, that at one point like changed the world of sea of thieves. I was, I was more intrigued to find it kind of thing. Like I, I felt like it was going to go somewhere. Um, and it's, it's weird how much that changed, how much I wanted to play this game because I, I had a very wave like feeling with this game of just like when we first started playing it and, and 
we were first set on the season. I was like, yeah, like I forgot how cool this is. But then very quickly I went down and I was just like, man, there is still nothing to do. Is there <laughs> like, like, holy crap. Like I thought there was all this new stuff, but then, then we found the shroud breaker. I was like, okay, like we found it. This is the thing. And then we finished the shroud breaker and I was just like, okay, like it's, Again, I don't understand why it's so hard to find the good content in this game. We had to look it up because I don't remember the, the I don't know if it was the mysterious stranger, but someone was like, you need to go find Haley. And I was just like, who the hell is Haley? Like, <laughs> I don't know who that is. And so I looked it up and it's like, you got to go to this particular outpost. I was like, cool. So then we go to that outpost. And it's like, if I could just get to the content easier, I think it would have been a much better ramp of that particular thing. But then we ran into the big thing that, destroyed our time with it and was that so we finished the shroud breaker quest which was very long it took us like what three four hours maybe yeah it was, it was it was a heck of a voyage yeah and part of that was just because we were reading the clues and we ended up going to the wrong direction one point so we're like and i actually really enjoyed that part because we were trying to figure out this thing and then we looked at it again and we're looking at the clues and i was just like oh like we screwed up like we should have went to this island first and then when you read this passage it lines up with this better than what we were thinking, yada, yada, yada. And like, there was a, a moment there of just like, okay, like the game told us what to do. We screwed up. That's not on the game. That's on us kind of thing. But the fact that we were able to screw up, I think was a, a cool thing. Um, I completely agree. Yeah. And so then we start the second quest, which is basically a continuation of the shroud breaker. And it involves going to find these keys and then finding this, this, uh, this chest and everything. And while I didn't enjoy that as much because it was basically, Again, everything breaks down to this game to fighting skeletons, digging up treasure, or finding animals, whereas the Shroudbreaker was more digging up chests and stuff like that. The second part was more of just finding these skeletons and destroying them. I was like, great. So we do that, and then we get to the second part of the the gem quest, or whatever you want to call it, and we've got to fight Begsy, Briggsy, whatever her name was, and she rolled us. Like, she absolutely destroyed us. We were not prepared to take that fight on. And which, I enjoyed losing that right. fight. Right. Exactly. Like we we were using the sloop, which is the two the two person ship, and we thought we had it because we hadn't come across anything really that crazy yet. Like every once in a while we came across that skeleton ship, which was interesting the first time, but then the second time it happened again. We're just like, okay, like can we just sail away this time? Um we hadn't really come into any issues, but her we tried everything. Like we tried cannonballs, we tried the firebombs, we she was too fast, we couldn't get her, so then we hooked her ship and we got to it, we jumped on the ship and she destroyed us. Like she hit us and we went flying off the ship and we were like, Holy crap, we were prepared for this, so we tried again and then like we ran out of wood, we ran out of cannonballs, and we're just like, Man, like this is really hard and it was cool and it was different. So we're like, let's take a break. We shouldn't take a break. Because <laughs> the game, for whatever reason, it, okay. it erases all your voyages whenever Every you leave the game. <laughs> single time. If you have a bunch of quests lined up, it's not it's not even just quests. It's if you if you have food, the treasure, it's yeah, if you have yeah. Everything. Like yeah. food, supplies, treasure, supplies, everything. uh cannonballs, everything. Once you unless we're the two dumbest people on the planet, once you log out this game, everything is gone. Yeah, I'm just Which like I, I don't understand that. What's happening? All. Yeah, like is is there a chest or something I need to throw everything in before I log out? Because even if that's the case, my cannonballs at least should stay on the ship. Right. Like and, anything I put and, on the ship stay there. It's not. It's not hard to find cannonballs. It's not hard to find wood. It's not hard to find supplies at all. But 
so when we hopped back on, that's exactly what we did. I was like, all right, we got to get a ton of wood. We got to get plenty of cannonballs. We got to make sure we have plenty of food. So that way, if we do take some damage, whatever, we are good to go. We got all those supplies. We opened up our quest and the quest wasn't there. And I was like, okay. All right. Whatever. I was like, well, let's go to plunder outpost. Let's start the quest again. Surely it can't start us over. Well, I think you know how the story ends. It started us over at the beginning of the second. I don't remember what it's called, but where you're finding the gems for the shroud breaker. It started us at the beginning to where we had to find the skeletons again. And it's just like, okay, no, I'm done. I'm done. Like, that's going to take at least an hour just to get back to the point that we were. It's and I'm not insane because, yeah. again, as you touched on before, the reason we liked doing that up to that point is because it took the time. It took the mental fortitude to figure this stuff out. I'm not doing that again though for the same reason for the same quest so like there should have been a proper checkpoint to where Which, if you at least got the compass to get to briggs that you at least keep the darn compass right and from what i've read after the fact is that there those quests definitely have chapters in them and if you go from when you complete a chapter it saves your progress so for whatever reason, this particular chapter isn't saved. Like this chapter wants you to find the skeleton key, find the skeleton chest and kill Briggsy, which again, isn't, it's so conflicting with the rest of the game, which is very much a 10 minute quest here and there to want me to start playing for three to four hours at a time is just such a different draw. And there's no indication that this is going to happen at all. We had no there's no fortitude or anything like we thought okay like this it makes sense to break there we did that we took a break there was no warning or anything that we were going to lose progress in this quest we had nothing like that's crazy to me that this game that is so adamant on being a basic game that it can't even do i don't want to say the basics right but it can't even have a proper save system like that just seems crazy to me for something and, that takes so long and it's so tedious and not not having tedious because the first time you do it it's not there's some tedious aspects but it still feels fun to do because you're figuring this stuff out so like if they know it's going to take someone 30 to 40 minutes to figure out figure out a certain puzzle after they figure out that puzzle the checkpoint should happen immediately that's done. Right. Like, you shouldn't have to do that again because what makes it worse is sometimes, uh, well, not sometimes, apparently, a lot of these quests are random. So it's like, once you, once you start the quest back over, you can't even just quickly sail back to right. Bigfoot's Isle because now you have to go to a whole different land. It's like, and start this whole process over again. It's like, for every... So to go way back, like when you you went through this game in waves, like I stopped playing this game because I thought this game had no content and I was over it very quickly. So when we first started playing this again for Game Pass, a past podcast, I'm like, okay, I'm apathetic towards the entire thing. Like, let's go in this ship so I could be bored and annoyed again. Like let's get it over with. We complete our first few quests. I'm like, you know what? Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe there's something here. We get the, the shot breaker quest, and it's like, no, what? I'm definitely wrong. This is going to, like, enough of these, and you have a, you have yourself a fantastic game here. Then it's like, 
oh, by the way, we're not, we're not saving any of your, you're not going to save any of your progress. We're not saving any of your, of your, of your supplies, your cannonballs, your food. Every time you start this game back up, you're starting from scratch, and you're going to, and, and unless you have uh, Voyages bot, a quest bot from certain vendors, everything's gone. And I'm like, I don't have time for this. Yeah, it, it's not, it's not even that. It's that I just, I don't, the quests aren't good enough. Like, it speaks to the quests themselves of that most of those can disappear because it doesn't matter. Like, right. Like they're all the same thing, right. right? They just have different locations on them. Whereas the Shroudbreaker quest is specifically something else. Um, so the fact that the, you didn't even go and make sure that those had proper checkpoints with the chapters is just baffling to me. Um, but that being said, even I don't know if even after the Shroudbreaker, even though we found it, it was cool. If, if I think we could have recommended this game, um, as much as I really enjoyed finding that quest and and um, sort of riding that wave again of the positivity. The fact that, like, I, I don't think we could recommend it on, well, if you play the Shroudbreaker quest, you should play it. That just seems so specific that it's hard for me to, to be, come to terms with that being a positive uh, recommendation, if that makes sense, based on the, the, uh, the point of the show of being game pass or pass. Uh, but yeah, yeah, so I guess, I guess that's, we can start to wrap this up now of, of that. So, but yeah, like before that, again, like I was writing this wave and it just, that quest just disappearing, took it completely out. I, I, I've uninstalled the game. I have no intention to ever play it again. Like I just don't care now. Like that, that quest disappearing was such a slap in the face to me that I was just like, all right, like, and there's so much, <laughs> there was so much leading up to me getting to that point anyway, that the shower breaker quest kind of deterred me for just a moment. I'm like, all right, maybe you can save it. Maybe you can save me from leaving this game forever. And it's like, Oh, that's how this works. I'm completely and utterly out. Yeah. And to me, I, again, I am not a programmer. I know the basics, but to me, that doesn't seem like a, that seems like a very strange decision to make. I don't know if it has something to do with the PVP, which we did not touch. I know there's a PVP mode, but I can tell you that it's not going to change my mind. Um, from what I've seen and what I've looked at, I, there's just, the combat isn't good enough in my nope. opinion to, to sustain it. Nope. And that just seems like a very strange design choice to wipe everything so hard like that. And I get that like it's an open, persistent world, et cetera. But uh, any MMO, whatever you want to call it, doesn't just wipe all of your progress. I don't, I don't know. It's such a strange thing for me and I don't, I don't understand it, but I don't know. I, I was, I was hoping this would, this would have, uh, I, I was honestly hoping that this would have been a case of Basher doesn't like the game. He's going to go in not liking the game. And then, oh, Basha loves the game. Like, because there was, there, was there was just a moment there where it almost got me. But then it's just like the carrot on a stick is not in this game. Like, nothing seems worth it. Um, like, even if, even if we completed that quest, it got a whole bunch of money, a whole bunch of gold. What were you going to do with it? Like, honestly, like, there's nothing, to, like, there's really nothing to do with, like, it's, like, we could have, like, I have just enough money to uh, to uh, color the ship differently, 
Yeah. But for what? Right. And that's, and that's not, it's not, it's not a little bit, it's not a little, it's not a little bit of money either. It costs right. like 50,000 gold to upgrade a ship. You only get like three, 400 from a chess. Uh, like, it's, it's usually it's more than that. Like we would average around seven to like 1200, but that's still, that's not that's, a lot. Like that was some higher ancient chess though, that you got the good yeah. stuff. Like the regular quest you got from the guy, like those were like maybe four or fives. Even then, it's like we needed fifty thousand. If you want like a good one, sixty thousand. So right. it's like for and then, and then they have like they have that like separate currency of the 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 blue currency. I don't remember what it's called. Um, where you coins? no, they start with a B. It was like bagoons yeah. or I don't uh, remember. Um, I'm gonna look it up live on the show. Current uh, not currencies, idiot. Sea of Thieves. There are two major currencies, uh, Dublins. That's what it was. The Dublins. And those are for like the, the, um, I don't want to say like higher quality stuff, but like those are supposed to be the rare things. And that's an even separate currency. And I, do they sell it separately? Maybe that's why they do it. Like maybe there's, you can actually put real money into that. I don't know. But that seems weird for me. Um, I don't know. I I really want to like this game. <laughs> like there is a core there that I think someone with uh, whether it be more time, money, or just creativeness, like they can make a heck of a game here. And whoever's on it now, they just they're they're all out of ideas and they tried nothing. I mean, yeah, I don't. It, it's it's interesting that they they did the. The Shroudbreaker and the quest after that, because they're so different, and it's strange that after two years going on three, that that's all they've come up with. Um, <laughs> that's a new I, quest. Yeah. No, it's not. Yeah, that wasn't in the original game. Get out of. Mm. Oh no. man. Oh man. So I don't know. Yeah. Well, let's, let's wrap this up. It's going on too long. So when it comes to Sea of Thieves, I think we both, I think we both expected. I don't know. I, I wanted to revisit this game because I knew there had been a ton of content added and I was like, it's got to be better, right? Like, it's got a hook. I didn't expect it to to hook us in a fact that we were going to keep playing this game, but I expected to get hooked in a way that was like, okay, like there's actually stuff here now to play and we can recommend it. That's what I was hoping would happen. And unfortunately, it no, I'm going to say no. I, th- I think you should pass on this game, which which is a huge bummer, like a huge bummer. But yeah, yeah, I'll pass on it a second time and never yep. again. I'm done. Yeah, I don't. I don't expect to ever play this game again, kind of thing. So, which sucks, really sucks. But it is what it is. So, see it, thieves. First game not starting out great for 2020. We're gonna say pass on Sea of Thieves. Surprising after the update. Yeah, more than one. Quite a few updates. So, we'll see what happens. But all right. Um, that's gonna do with this episode. So, if we decide what next next episode will be, Untitled Goose Game, is that what we're going with? That's what we're going with. It's either that or Devil May Cry. Uh, let's do some Goose Game. So, next episode, hope you tune in, is Untitled 
goose game. That's going to yep. do it for this episode. Email us at gpopfans at gmail.com. Let us know what games you like, don't like. Maybe you love Sea of Thieves and you think we're idiots. Just let us know. You can review us on every major podcast service you can probably think of. If there's one that we're not on, let us know and we can add it to their library. But I think that's all we got time for. That's all, folks. That's all, folks. That's going to do it for this episode of Game Pass or Pass. We will see you next time. Good days.